0: This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. guys welcome back to my channel this is an interesting video today i am going to be talking to you going through the basics of how menstrual cycles work in the context of someone who doesn't have a period right now to help make this more clear the reason that i'm doing this video is because i got an email from diana okay hey diana i'm gonna answer your uh email question i'm gonna read diana's email and here's the thing if one person is asking this question, it means more people are probably wondering the same, exact same question, right? So I would love to hear from you, listener, in the comments. Shoot me an email if you want to. Was this helpful? Like, Are there elements of how periods work that are confusing you that you would like more clarity on? Because don't feel embarrassed as well either if like you feel like you should understand this because that's not true. Like it takes work to learn and understand how hormones work and how the menstrual cycle works. So Diana's question, I am trying to recover for years now. This year was much better than earlier. I had periods after no period at all, but still something is no good. Anyways, what is not clear for me are the following things. If you do not have any ovulation sign, nothing at all, how do you know where does your follicular phase and your luteal phase start? I had lots of periods like that, sometimes 120 days long, other times 48 days. So in a nutshell, this question is how do I know where my follicular phase is, where my luteal phase is, if I have no signs of ovulation at all? So it's entirely possible that you are not ovulating, right? And that is why you're unsure when and if you ovulated. This is why we track temperatures and cervical mucus. We keep an eye on whether or not our temperatures are in range and we watch to see for a clear and obvious shift in our basal body temperature. We check this every day, once a day, before we get up out of bed at a consistent time so we can see this. And then once it's risen, we can confirm after three days where the temperatures were higher than the previous six, we can confirm the ovulation happened. And then we can use mucus as a cross-check. Were we seeing mucus and then did it go dry and we stopped seeing mucus. And basically the temperature rise and the stop of mucus should correlate within about a day of each other. And that's a very obvious sign that you ovulated. So that's what you're looking for. Now, if you're saying that those are not working, I'm not seeing mucus, I'm not seeing temporizers and you're basically not having periods or you're having periods 120 days apart. What I'm thinking here is that you're either not ovulating or you're having a really long follicular phase and then you're ovulating, but it's for such a short period of time, right? Your luteal phase is only like two, three days that you're barely noticing or you're not actually registering this temporize because it's not for long enough. Does that make sense? So, contrary to popular belief, an ovulation, not ovulating, is not really, it's not as common. It's not definitely happening right um, more likely you are ovulating with a really short luteal phase progesterone's not high enough and so it's not looking like ovulation but it is so to the trained eye we can see the difference between an ovulation and just a poor ovulation so i really want to try and answer this question clearly if you are having some periods and they're really far apart and you can't tell if it's ovulation, it- probably either isn't ovulation or your progesterone is so low that you can't tell ovulation and in this scenario you likely still need to eat more and you still need to rest more and there are other things that you can do especially if you're having a really short luteal phase and i have other videos about that but yeah like You should be able to tell if you've ovulated. And if you aren't and you're unsure, I recommend you work with someone to help you identify what's really happening. Because if you're not trained in it, it is hard. Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back look it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things but in our practice what we tend the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit Or that it's something that we're doing. Whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body. Or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal. And like a preference even. We have created a checklist. It's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today. So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery. And it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it, and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the ha society.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off and you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off? Or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot. And it will be waiting for you there. And then the other thing, ways to sort of tell, okay, if you do not have any ovulation sign, nothing at all, how do you know? Okay. And so to answer the specific question of how do you know where follicular phase starts and ends and luteal phase begins and ends, right? Follicular phase is the first day of your bleed and it ends on the first day of your risen temperature and or your first dry day. So no mucus. And that's how you can tell. And you're saying you don't see any signs of this, which does make it really hard, but it's highly likely that it's just very hard for you to to tell through the fine details of what's happening. So if at the end of 120, 20 days so 118 days you have a spike and it stays up for two three days and it comes back down and then you bleed that was probably your ovulation and your progesterone was really low you know when your luteal phase happens because after your temp has risen and your days have gone dry and your temperature usually stays high until the very first day of your bleed, that's when it ends. So, when the temperature is high and then the very first day of your bleed, that's your luteal phase. Okay, and then her second part to this question I have heard about late ovulation, but is it possible to have ovulation signs, maybe not ovulation, but egg white cervical mucus or breast tenderness around cycle day 39 to 40? I had those about 10 days ago but still no period on cycle day 50 but since then i have really really bad breast tenderness for 10 days now girls usually have periods during this time so yeah okay is it possible to see common symptoms of ovulation but not have actually ovulated totally yes Breast tenderness, however, when that happens, Ashley and I are often like, oh, you know, this person's about to to bleed. That's one of the really strong signs that your period is coming. Now you have said in this message to me and you sent it four days ago, but I have really, really bad breast tenderness for 10 days now. So it's possible that you, I bet you that you reply to my email or to this message and you say, I did get my period um, a few days later. That's a very, very common sign. That being said, I've seen it before. We call and where where the symptoms come and they go away and then nothing it's called a follicular wave right this is where your body is clearly attempting ovulation it's attempting something and it goes away it backs down usually due to stress not enough food you know you can eat enough to have hormonal activity but not enough to actually ovulate or to actually have healthy cycle parameters so i want that to be really clear So it sounds like you've most likely ovulated late and you just need a little more work and learning and how to identify it and if you really are seeing a straight your temperature is always the same, you have no symptoms ever, and then you get a period 120 days later, you probably are being anovulatory, but you probably want to make sure you're 100% certain that you know your stuff. And then yes, you can absolutely have signs of ovulation without having actually ovulated. And especially post-HA recovery, we want to use multiple methods such as checking our cervical position, checking our temperatures and our cervical mucus to be 100% sure that we've ovulated. Because at this phase, things are so volatile often that we can't be 100% sure unless we're really keeping an eye on all of these areas. Guys, I know that this was a lot of information and it wasn't scripted or written. So I'm hoping that it was helpful. Please let me know if you have any other questions like this. I'm happy to answer. If you have any other questions at all, you know, hit us up. Danny at the com is our email. Check us out on Instagram at the podcast. Or I think that's everywhere. Oh, comment below if you have anything, any questions and you're watching on YouTube. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about TempDrop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm, and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking, all of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy, That you don't get pregnant however manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option when you're in the middle of recovery again we do recommend manual temping but once you're cycling the temp drop is actually a really great hack so it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status like where you are in your monthly cycle so you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So temp drops, accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs. And then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period. And if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. (laughs) So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you wanna chart for health reasons, Like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp Drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So, track your ovulation in real time with the Temp Drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So, if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this. Code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code afhasociety Society. I think, too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. Rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society.